0: so in general i tend to not really be mad on the food show it's not my mo i'm pretty you know having fun having a good time for
1: our day-to-day lives in the other podcast
0: yeah i get mad on the other podcast not this one but actually last night i happened upon a food topic that actually made me angry and i you know i you can be the judge maybe it's just because it personally affects me and so i'm like selfishly taking the wrong tack on this i know a lot of times people have no time for the food allergy people and believe me i get it i understand people with food allergies can be super annoying but i don't think i'm asking too much on this one
1: right and i think is- it's it's fair to say that you and i were i certainly was and we were less tolerant of allergy people when we just had one kid, and she was she could do everything. And we would go to um, Texas Roadhouse, and you know, there's peanuts everywhere, peanuts and like it, it, there was no care in the world. Then we entered the allergy zone with a kid, and not asking for special treatment, but just asking for companies not to stick it to you. That's it, yeah, oh, the, or the to government
0: trying not to kill your kid on purpose. That's like all I'm asking from companies. But sometimes it seems like they're really like out to get you, which I don't think is just paranoia at this point. So anyway, so you've heard us talk about obviously this faster act that Joe Biden signed into law back in 2019. What it meant is that starting in 2023, food companies had to start treating sesame seeds as a major allergen, which means that they have to label for them. A lot of people don't realize, but if you have an allergy that's not one of the major allergens, the food companies don't even necessarily have to put it in the ingredients at all. Like it could be under like spices or natural flavors or something. Um, You know, if you have a garlic allergy, which is a fairly common one or something like things could have garlic that don't say garlic in the ingredients, whatever. Anyway, so sesame is being labeled for now, which is nice as parents of someone with a sesame allergy. However, it also requires companies to clean the equipment in between when they make stuff with sesame and without sesame. And in practice, what that has meant is that a bunch of companies said we can't or can't afford to or whatever clean our equipment. And we make a lot of breads and bagels and whatever with sesame. So we're just going to add sesame to everything so that we don't have to clean the equipment. So they've added now things that didn't have sesame before and don't visibly have sesame seed on them contain sesame flour in the actual bread itself. Which is worse than the sesame seeds on top of the thing because it's ground up and more exposing. Like if you have a sesame allergy, a lot of times you can eat one seed and it'll just pass through your system and nothing happens and it stays whole. But if the sesame is ground up and in the bread, it can ca- it can be worse, uh, depending on how severe your allergy is. But anyway, for us, it's worse. And we've run into this a lot of times with things that used to be safe, including Wendy's now has in all their buns and in their French toast sticks, which is not something you would naturally think would have sesame. They added them. And there's not like an announcement that they've added it, right? They don't go out here and say like, oh, by the way, if you were eating the French toast sticks and you're allergic to sesame, you know, you can't now. You just have to like check the ingredients on the company's website every time to make sure they haven't added something that's going to kill your kid to the product, which is great as an allergy parent. Anyway, so our kid had an allergic reaction to their French toast sticks because we didn't realize that at the time that they were adding sesame to French toast sticks. And it's been one of these frustrations since this stupid act has passed that you have to check everything a bazillion times and make sure that something your kid was eating before isn't now all of a sudden completely unsafe for them and going to send you to the emergency room. And so Wendy's had an Instagram post today, an Instagram reel, where they're taking the image if you use Spotify, then you may have seen the Spotify wrapped thing at the end. It shows you what genres of music you listen to. And they're like in a burger. You know, so it'll say like rock and roll, rap, whatever in the burger. And then it shows sesame seeds on top of the burger. Now, Wendy's doesn't have sesame seeds on their burger. So they the Instagram real post is them editing the image of the burger to not have sesame seeds and saying they are fixed it. Which is like a little bit inside baseball humor to be like, oh no, the thing in your Spotify Wrapped, we made it into a Wendy's burger now, and it, it's
1: very niche, very deep. It's not, uh, it's some. I, I just picture some twenty-one-year-old a-hole kid saying, "Look what I did," I'm like whatever.
0: I mean, yeah, it's it's inside baseball humor, but anyway, what it looks like if. You're a person who has been frustrated by the fact that you can no longer eat Wendy's food because it's all full of sesame now, or if you've had an allergic reaction to the Wendy's food, what that means is that you look at the post and it says they're fixed it and they're erasing all the sesame seeds off of it. And then at the end of it, it says no sesame. So what do you naturally think if you've been thinking about... All year, Wendy's now has sesame and I can't eat it now and that sucks because I used to eat Wendy's.
1: Right, you think that now the sesame is gone. Yeah. And which is which is great because we're not the only parents who are dealing with this Sesame pain in the mm-hmm. you don't know what.
0: And adults, too. And if you look at the comments on their reel, it goes all down. There's a ton of comments of people saying, oh, this is great. I'm so glad I can finally eat Wendy's again. This is awesome. I'm so pleased you finally listen to your customers, blah, blah, blah. And there's no one going through the comments and saying, oh, sorry, no, that's not correct. We actually do still have Sesame in all our products. But some people that I know in the allergy community did reach out to the company and email them and say, are you removed? moving sesame from your products and they said no we're not changing any recipes this is just purely a joke about spotify wrapped that we've put on our social media nothing is changing look at the allergy menu on the website period the end so to be clear if you're allergic to sesame wendy's is still a dangerous place for you to eat and i mean i don't know about you but i think this is going to kill somebody because they're not they're giving people the impression that they've removed sesame from their products. It certainly is easy to interpret it that way. And they're not correcting anyone unless you specifically reach out to them. I can just imagine somebody going and running out to Wendy's and like ordering food and thinking that it's safe now because they saw this and the company is not doing anything to correct that impression. So, I mean, I don't trust employees in stores. They don't know anything. And if you ask them, they might not realize the buns and stuff have sesame, you know, because they don't have sesame seeds on them. So, like, why would you think there would be sesame flour in the bun? People don't know stuff. And, you know, somebody's going to eat something that's going to make them really sick because Wendy's is doing this. And it sort of gets me to, like, how companies use social media and what they think it's actually for. Because... I think a lot of customers view social media as a place where you can reach out to the company.
1: Oh, totally. Totally. But in, 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 in
0: companies it... think that social media is a place to like make silly jokes and like go viral for your Spotify rap reel. So from their perspective, this post is probably a huge success because a ton of sesame allergy people are probably sharing it. Either getting the wrong impression from it or complaining
1: about how misleading it is. Right, and that comes from the in and, and uh, it, like this marketing thing that eyes on the brand. That's all that matters. Eyes on the brand. They're talking about us. It's like, shut up, man. I've never got. i never been a fan of like. We must be doing something right because they're talking about us. I've never. If you're a parent, it felt so
0: strongly that a company deserves terrible pr for this yeah because it's like the most misleading obnoxious thing to post on your social media when you know they have to know they have to know that the sesame has been an issue for people all year at their company
1: i'm, I'm shocked that the legal department didn't just say uh, no we're not doing this <laughs> we're not doing this we're not telling people that their foods are safe now and we're not going to kill them for uh, this thin slice of niche fan that's also a spotify user who will get this inside wink wink
0: well you can tell too that they think and this is an issue because i work in marketing too and this is an issue in marketing is a lot of times marketing people think that customers understand their marketing choices when customers really don't this is clearly wendy's thinking that because the Wendy's marketing department obviously thinks it's a thing that differentiates them, that their buns are smooth on the top and don't have sesame seeds on them. Right? Which is not... I mean, like, i if you asked me off the top of my head, do Wendy's buns have sesame seeds on them, I don't even know if I would know.
1: Well, uh, no, I wouldn't know.
0: Like, I know McDonald's uh, has seeds on some and not on Bird others, and does. I know Burger King has <clears throat> sesame seeds freaking everywhere because they're all over the place, but I I don't know that Wendy's, like, my automatic go-to thought when I think of Wendy's is, ah, yes, they're the company with no seeds on the bun. You know, is that your first thought? No. But the marketing people clearly think that that's, like, a differentiating factor, that when people see a seedless bun, they're thinking, like, ah, oh, that must be a Wendy's bun, because it's got no seeds on it, right? hmm And so... That's why they think that joke is funny, but it's funny to them because they're buying into their own marketing hype. And for the most part, customers don't like think like that. It's like an inside marketing thing that customers don't necessarily haven't glommed onto yet. So whenever marketers do that, it always, in my opinion, is a tough thing. Like I have to be honest, I could not honestly understand what the instagram reel was supposed to be about at first i mean i could tell it was like sort of referencing the spotify thing but i was like why are they taking the sesame off like why would that be a thing and they're like oh so people recognize it as a wendy's button but that's not i didn't see the spotify wrapped i did spotify wrap this year and go like oh it must be a mcdonald's or a burger king button because right. it has sesame on
1: it i so it we're didn't down on me. them can i move Alice to another t- you can t- move to another topic. okay this is um eat or not uh we haven't done one of these in a little bit Alice. <laughs>
0: This is important though. To a consumer alert now Manischewitz has recalled its dark chocolate coins because they may contain undeclared milk. The dark chocolate coins were distributed to stores nationwide but predominantly located in the New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut regions
1: during the weeks of September 26th through November 28th of this year. Do we um, do we eat the six trucks full of Manischewitz coins that may or may not contain dairy or do we forego it for safety reasons?
0: Well, we probably eat them because we we don't have any problem with milk, but you understand why it's an issue on several levels. No, I don't. One is allergies.
1: Who cares? No. Any chocolate is worth it.
0: Some people are allergic to milk. The other is these are Manischewitz chocolate coins distributed mainly in the New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut Uh area, and um, that would mean that they are not like dairy kosher.
1: We eat the chocolate, Alice.
0: Well, maybe people who keep kosher don't because they keep dairy separate from other foods.
1: Alice, chocolate is more important than any organized religion. And we must break the rules. I don't
0: know that Orthodox Jewish people would agree with you
1: on that. Have they had chocolate? It's delicious. Yes, but
0: they just need to know if it has milk or not. Why? Because if you keep kosher, then... If you have dairy, you can't eat certain other things within a certain time frame. You can't have dairy and meat in the same meal.
1: That seems like a... a, a and very... not only
0: that, you can't eat... You can't, like, share dishes between dairy and meat.
1: There needs to be a, This is how
0: co- the kosher rules work.
1: There needs to be an amendment to the kosher constitution For to chocolate. allow chocolate... Of course! Chocolate is well, one of the pleasures of life. They're allowed to have chocolate... It,
0: they just need to know if it has milk or not no, so you, that they know what meals and dishes they can eat it with.
1: You won't let them have chocolate. I'm not, not I'm let letting... No,
0: I'm letting the Orthodox Jewish people have chocolate. I'm just saying that if they keep kosher, they just need to know if it has milk or not because then they can't eat certain other things within a certain time frame. This is why I like bagels and lox is a thing because fish is neutral. It doesn't count as meat under kosher rules. Huh. So you can eat cream cheese. Oh, we
1: do like bagels and locks. So lot. you can Ooh. eat cream
0: cheese with salmon but you can't eat for example if you keep kosher you can't eat cream cheese and bacon together yeah that actually you can't eat bacon at all i mean, you but to. you can't have like cream cheese with on your burger
1: i'm gonna be part of the uh kosher reformist party and we're gonna get chocolate well in there. there
0: are plenty of there are plenty of jewish people who don't keep kosher as well
1: so but Ellis, I'm just letting
0: you know that that's why that's an important recall is that same one for the, the allergy people and two for people who keep kosher.
1: Well, I think there's a lot of apostates who have made their way to the Subways in Manhattan because um, the guy at Subway in 8th Ave, 37th Street, Manhattan, said 7000 people showed up for a free foot long cookie today. This is the free footlong. Doesn't lung? that
0: just prove that people will always show up for free stuff? Speaking of which, you have to get your taco today.
1: Oh my goodness! You're right. <laughs> seven so okay. thousand. Seven thousand people came through. Was we saw like twenty seven hundred of the footlong. Ah. There you go. Yeah, I got to get my my taco gigante today. Is my last day off. To go. When do I go?
0: Hmm. Maybe, like, right after your radio show you
1: can go? What time does is Margarita's open?
0: There's uh, karate this afternoon. Although I can take the kids to karate, probably. I can handle it if you need to be eating your free taco. I don't so don't Tom to did the it. Taco Gigante <clears throat> Challenge.
1: I'm going to give it to the kids. It's, it doesn't open until 3 p.m. Tang.
0: Oh, no. So you have to go after karate, then?
1: I'd have to go after karate, or I'd have to thread the needle and get there right at 3. And bolt back here with the... Well,
0: yeah, because we have to leave here at 3.45.
1: But I'm getting every taco. I'm not missing out on this. I am a taco gigante champion.
0: So Tom is the taco gigante champion. He ate the taco and won free tacos for a year, which free tacos for a year means once a week he gets a credit in his margaritas account for one free taco. So, and his first one expires today. So now Tom is on a new mission, having completed the taco gigante itself. He's on a new mission to make sure he does not miss out on one free taco for the entire year. That
1: is absolutely right. And that is my number one goal in life for this year. Uh, although we both of us are- I have
0: the feeling there's going to be a lot of Tuesday scrambles to get to margaritas this year.
1: Did you, do I have the app? Is it down here somewhere?
0: I don't know. I have the app. I can download yeah, it for you I and log. I'll download it for you and log you in, as I do for most I need of your app, apps. Bro. Um,
1: I can't believe you didn't get me the app. I'm the Taco Gigante champion, dude.
0: You asked me to do it, and it's not like you gave me your phone when you did it. I'll download the app for you and log you in. Okay.
1: Oh my goodness! And by the way,
0: I set it up Taco to Gigante, claim the thing for you.
1: That Taco Gigante uh, situation is going to be. Worth even more, Allison. You know why? Why? Parska. Guess what's going to be happening? What? Well, let me let, me let the pretty cupcakes from... Uh... Channel 3 Tell You. Back here in Connecticut, a new proposed bill is aiming to raise minimum wage for workers who rely on tips. And this would impact jobs such as servers, bartenders, and some hotel staff. So let's get straight out to Channel 3. Eyewitnesses reporter Marcy Jones in Hartford. Good morning, Marcy. So we understand there's going to be an informational meeting about this later this morning.
0: That's right. Good morning, Kate and Nicole. It's called the One Fair Wage Bill, and if passed, would actually close this gap in between minimum wage workers and those who rely heavily on tips.
1: So, obviously, this means that the servers that make 6 bucks an hour or whatever would go to $15 an hour, which, of course, Mm -hmm. all sounds wonderful and happy and and, and sing-song beautiful. The problem is, of course... Who wouldn't want people to make more money? What's going to happen is that establishments are going to have to cut staff or reduce staff, mm-hmm. or raise prices for everybody else, which is precisely what will happen. Which is what's happening. Just look at California, where the McDonald's workers now are getting paid twenty bucks an hour. Uh,
0: the prices have gone up. Prices have gone up
1: exactly, and they're looking. They're cut testing staff. AI <laughs> in yeah, the drive-throughs. We were at. We had a delicious meal this weekend at IHOP, which is one of my last um, fat guy meals because I'm going back into a week one the eighty. I can't. Uh, I'm, I'm too fat. So. Um, and it was delicious. So chicken fried steak, uh, you know, hash brown, side of sausage. I had my hot sauce that I brought in with me. Delicious, gorgeous. Did you
0: drank the whole bottle? The whole bottle.
1: It was gorgeous. I mean, every bite needs hot sauce. I'm sorry. It's 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 delicious. Um, um, but, and there was one kid hustling. He had about five tables and he had, uh, like, an I, what did he have? A tablet where he's feverishly typing everything into, yeah. et cetera. You know, it it used to be more than one kid and a tablet. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be less than one kid as soon as they can get the equivalent of that kid on wheels, mm-hmm. then they're going to do that. And, yeah. robots and they very come up.
0: clearly have not invested that much in like staff training. Not that he was great, yes. but there was a slight hiccup because they had they're doing this collaboration with Willy Wonka at IHOP, which is like the list of collaborations I feel like mm-hmm. do you not I mean anyway yes. so they're um they're doing a collaboration with Willy Wonka where they have these like Willy Wonka purple pancakes and Willy Wonka special pink lemonade in a special cup and whatever anyway so our kids ordered the special Willy Wonka lemonade but he couldn't find it in the app so they just got <sighs> regular lemonade which was fine but they clearly hadn't like given him the information well, on the of special tra- lemonade right, and
1: that's a matter of training yeah that's the company
0: is you think when you roll out special products that you explain them to the staff and what they are and right. where to find them but no yes, they did and not so
1: there's these this color brochure at every table showing this awesome willy wonka thing that's green and fuzzy and huge uh the willy wonka lemonade and, but then if you ask him for a lemonade he doesn't know about the graphic card that's sitting right next to you he just looks at his machine and it says lemonade, and that's all that he have. So it's not right. They're not nobody, and that's just the thing about restaurants. Restaurants always have a powwow before the day starts, before the mm-hmm. shift starts, to talk about, uh, sir, uh, to talk about specials what they want to push, um, what they want to emphasize, th- maybe what wine they're rolling out today. You know, uh, you know, other things upselling, right. all sorts of stuff. And usually, when I've worked like in banquet restaurants, et cetera, usually the everybody in the restaurant will eat together beforehand as well Mm -hmm. you know it's it's easier to lie to somebody when you've actually tried the food (laughs) so but but these are the kind of things that go by the wayside now if everybody's getting paid a whole lot of money then the person who tells the server with a tablet about the graphic card on the table is expendable has to be expendable because suddenly if the server's getting 20 bucks an hour that person used to get 20 bucks an hour and that person you can
0: only have one of them and you need somebody to actually come to the table
1: right right For the time being, you need somebody to come to the table until those little robots get a little bit better.
0: That reminds me. Do you know what your son, your five-year-old son said to me this morning? Negative. So I gave him his cereal at the table. I went to get the milk. I filled it up. I got a spoon. He goes, you're like a robot bringing me all my food.
1: There you go.
0: (laughs) And then it's like, why am I like a robot? And he was like, you're just bringing everything right to me as I want it. There you go. (laughs) So I'm the robot mom. It's like from the Jetsons. In his mind, I'm replaced.
1: Well, right. Exactly. And, it's, and it could happen in real life. Yeah, it's replaced. going to.
0: It's going to. One area, though, where the AI still is a little bit deficient. Did you see this news story? No. Is, um... So, uh, obviously, restaurants are testing AI in the drive-thrus and stuff. So, one area where this is happening is... um online they're replacing some images with ai images so uber eats has not all restaurants that you can order uber eats from have like images of every product on their website so uber eats has gone through and and like added ai images of some of the items to the websites you know how you can generate yes. these ai images but they have flaws like this one that somebody screenshotted says "lanach" instead of ranch on the ranch bar Oh my goodness. When yeah. You I go to see order it. That's ranch. Great. There's a, um, somebody has in one of the restaurants had said, um, you know, they're a pizza restaurant and they have one of their items listed as medium whole pie. And the AI filled in a picture of like a pie with a pie crust.
1: Oh really? Because it's just
0: generating based on like medium whole pie.
1: Oh, that's great. And
0: it's also a weird-looking pie where the things are kind of squiggly. Cheese ravioli with vodka sauce. There's, like, a weird, creepy image. So maybe we hold off, or maybe we at least, like, run the images by a human to make sure they they make sense with what's on the restaurant because they're still not quite there yet, clearly, from just the prompt itself. Yes.
1: Alice, you know, um, uh, do you realize... That in the 1800s and early 1900s, many Italian immigrants came here, and including up in Vermont. And what did they cut for a living? Granite. Which brings me to our next topic, brought to us by Bethany Mandel, who says this, and this is new to me. Allow me to share one of my best parenting hacks. Pomegranates.
0: I get it. I Granite. Ca- pomegranate.
1: Yep. I cut them into a few slices, and for, like, $2 each, I get at least 20 minutes of quiet as kid, every kid peels and picks the seeds out. I am not familiar with the pomegranate. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding.
0: I've served pomegranates in this house, and you and the kids all yelled at me and did not like them. Oh, okay. They're I mean- the things, do you know what I mean, where all the seeds are, like, squeezed together in there? It's like a ball, and ball. you crack it open...
1: Oh, that's gross. Oh, my God, and it's that's all disgusting.
0: those little seeds, and then you pick them out. They're kind of tart.
1: What are you supposed to eat? The seeds? Yeah. That's disgusting.
0: That's disgusting. <laughs> not disgusting. I'd rather
1: eat real granite.
0: I like pomegranates. And... I have tried them in this house. That's why I thought you sent us this topic is because you and our kids complained bitterly about the pomegranates when I gave I them to you. I had no idea. You guys are spoiled because you're buying them like ding-dongs and stuff. So they expect everything to taste like that. And it doesn't. It it tastes like a, you know, slightly tart fruit. And they were unimpressed. I love pomegranates, though.
1: Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Do
0: you remember when that um, pomegranate juice was trendy for a while? The palm? And it's like in a yes, little yes. snowman-shaped bottle? Yes, I do. That was interesting. But I, I love, like, in general, food trends and stuff when things get trendy. And I have to say the All You Can Eat podcast was ahead on this one. Because do you know what the uh, the food of the year for 2022 was, according to the New York Times? For 2022? Sorry, uh, ingredient of the year. Okay. Although I consider this a Saffron? A food. No. The ingredient of the year in 2022 was the mushroom of the New York Times. Hmm. And All You Can Eat podcast, you made the bold statement this year that the mushroom is the one vegetable that transcends vegetableness.
1: I live by that. That is true. A mushroom can mimic meat better than some meats.
0: They're a super useful mm-hmm. ingredient. They're delicious. They absorb flavor really well um they're yeah mimic meat better i do and you're not a fan of this but i like it i do them as like the mushroom steak like the big ones
1: yeah uh, you, uh, and you gotta be committed devoted to the i, I like idea it
0: like of- that or i do them in like a burger
1: oh can you please like as do a sandwich a, a, por- a
0: big people- portabella sandwich can you no? let
1: our friends know about the cowp de grass from about 10 years ago that i did with mushrooms Is this something I'm supposed to remember? Yes it is. In our Melrose house? My casserole? No. Obviously everybody remembers the a great thing, a great hors d'oeuvre is stuffed mushrooms, right? Mm-hmm. So what I did you don't really Oh remember
0: this? yes, the deconstructed stuff.
1: I did mushroom. a deconstructed stuffed mushroom. don't like m- deconstructed. Mushroom. No, yes you do. Nope. So, uh, when a stuffed mushroom, they put all the precious inside the mushroom the garlic, the onion, the little bits of mushroom, they stuff in the breading, they stuff the mushrooms with that. What I did is just make a bowl, a casserole full of the stuffing. And it was absolutely delicious. It's gorgeous. N- it never waste time with the ancillary crap, with the egg surplus casing of crap if you can just get the precious. And that's what I did. That was a coup de gras, absolute coup de gras, stuffed mushrooms. Just the mushroom part. At the end of the day, like, at the end of the day, it, it, with a Big Mac, all you need is the buns and the onions and the sauce. And the, Do Big Macs have cheese?
0: Yes, of course they have cheese.
1: Wait, are you sure? Yes. I'm not sure if a Big Mac does A Big Mac
0: cheese. has cheese. Let's not be ridiculous here. I've consumed my weight in Big Macs easily in my lifetime. Probably several times over and
1: two hundred percent beef patties, a slice of cheese, lettuce, onion, and pickles. And it's sauce, the same
0: a- yellow American cheese that they put on everything. Oh, I thought you this. hated
1: American cheese. Well, this is a controversy.
0: Not a McDonald's. Not a McDonald's. McDonald's is a magical place. It makes things taste different. I'm really? not. Anyway, um, but I want to go into this mushroom thing a tiny bit because they say that the mushroom trend is continuing unabated. You can't walk, this is the Guardian, you can't walk more than a few aisles in the grocery store these days without running into some kind of new mushroom product. Fresh white button mushrooms are increasingly joined by specialty varieties like lion's mane, maitake, or oyster mushrooms. There's sparkling cordyceps tea and chaga coffee boasting a range of health benefits, mushroom chips, and even chocolate bars infused with reishi. Mushrooms have been steadily... Reishi? Reishi mushrooms. Yeah. Okay. I know them because so because one of my weird things that I follow on social media is um, mushroom foraging groups, and which I find fascinating. I have not myself ventured into mushroom foraging, mainly because I'm a huge wimp and I'm scared that I'm going to pick the wrong thing and die. But I follow with great interest. I do not recommend people forage... Unless you really, really know what you're doing, including being taught in person by somebody who knows what they're doing, and probably using books and like doing spore prints as well, mushroom foraging is not something that you go out there and just start like picking mushrooms and being like, I think this one is the one I saw them pick. Don't do yeah. that because it's people more
1: dangerous than a Wendy's uh, burger.
0: Yeah, people do actually die, and it's not like a good way to die. Have you ever read about like mushroom poisoning death? No,
1: it's not pleasant. It's
0: not a good way to die. It's a bad, It's not good don't it's it's several days long and very painful and it's not great anyway don't mushroom forage unless you know what you're doing however people who are good at it like go crazy there's um chicken of the woods mushrooms that grow on trees people do reishi people do oyster mushrooms people do honeys like there's a lot of this so anyway i think it's very cool and i love the idea of like wandering through the woods i see people getting chaga too which is those sort of big black things that grow on trees anyway um mushrooms are super popular like in store-bought food too which is how i eat them generally speaking but reishi is one i'm familiar with because i've seen it in foraging groups it's kind of a pretty mushroom Hmm. it's like gradiated in color um Mushrooms have been steadily growing in popularity in the U.S. over the last decade. Uh, New York Times had them as the ingredient of the year in 2022. According to the consumer consultancy Circana grocery store, sales of fresh mushrooms increased by 20% over the past decade, while sales of specialty mushrooms have doubled in the same time frame. Uh, Can
1: mush- I respectfully uh, add an addendum to this? What? I do have a mushroom complaint.
0: What's your mushroom complaint? My mushroom complaint is
1: complain this: is that mushrooms? the fresh mushrooms in the store are dirty. Literally yeah, have, have clean dirt on them. That sucks. I don't want to clean them. You clean them. Somebody else clean them. I don't want to have to clean dirt off stuff. Freaking! It's mm-hmm. it's twenty twenty three. Use radiation. Use whatever you need to, uh, you know, so that I don't have to worry about dirt at the store. Everything at the store. Oh, by oh oh oh, oh we should have started with this. New rules here, Alice. Okay, rules. Everything at the store should be clean. Every piece of fruit, every mushroom should be clean. It should be clean by the time it gets there. Here's another thing. Okay. And I'm calling out our friends at Market Basket. Mm-hmm. The other day, because we've been eating gyros, gyros, whatever you want to call them, we've been buying feta cheese. Mm-hmm. Feta cheese was crumbled feta cheese. It was on sale. So I've been buying that for the last month or so.
0: I, like the, I prefer the block, I have to say.
1: It's more Uh, authentic. So uh, one last week, uh, like uh, two months months ago, one brand was on sale. Last month, a different brand was on sale. And last week, a different brand was on sale. Crumbled feta cheese. I bought the feta cheese home. I ate some and it was like styrofoam packing peanuts. It was effing (laughs) low fat, low fat. This is my rule for grocery stores. Anything that is low fat needs to be 500 yards away from the full fat version, that's a rule that we need. It, it, it's, it, uh, similarly, anything that is caffeine free needs to be five hundred yards away from the caffeine full one immediately. Yeah, There's nothing more like, tragic than walking mm-hmm. home and having effing low fat effing feta cheese. Low fat feta <laughs> cheese is styrofoam. It is not cheese. There's nothing about it other than the package says feta, and in th- that, I'm sorry, that's shame on you, Market Basket. That is a that is an unforgivable unforgivable and what a oh what a just a a, a buzzkill to come home and find that it's oh i can't imagine just anything more horrific and there's nothing i can do with it now like nobody wants that everybody knows that sucks oh i didn't want to end on a negative note i'll be i just uh oh my god come on keep the fat low fat stuff far away nobody's drinking it nobody wants that crap right am i right
0: so true. Thank you for standing up
1: for us. Thank you. My pleasure.
0: Well, I hate nostalgia cause I can't climb up that hill without thinking your name. My hate nostalgia still think about you. It's been so long, I'm so lame. I hate nostalgia. Hope you hate it too. Hope you wonder what am I doing and You think I lead a really exotic life The way I think about you You probably have a wife of your job And you go to church on Sundays and barbecue on weekends Out in your backyard And
1: sometimes think about me